0: I would rather share one lifetime with you than face all of the ages of this world alone. Welcome back, everybody, to Podcast of the Rings. I am your co-host. I will never say host. I am your temporary co-host here. Oh, on. it's uh, not a ben temporary Goddard.
1: thing as much as I'm concerned. I thought I was clear, like, be a co-host of this show. So... All of us are hosts now. You don't want to be. That's a different thing.
0: Oh, okay. I I just didn't know. I, I I never want to assume.
1: I understand. So I wasn't clear enough. I've had misunderstandings in the past by not being clear. In my mind, you're the reason this is happening. So, and actually, that quote just gave me chills.
0: Yeah, and man, when I um again shout out to Nerd of the Rings. Like we we're a brand new Lord of the Rings podcast. That dude is the Been the, the pinnacle pinnacle of Lord of the Rings media out there. Uh, I watched his video on Arwen and ooh man, some of the stuff of her life is beautiful but tragic. And that is who we are talking about today. Uh, I am Ben Goddard and with me as always is...
1: Jessica Lynn Verdi. Are you a, Ver, Verne, uh, Every time I introduce myself, people would be like, oh, is it like Giuseppe Verdi? And I would be like, probably. I'm sure we're related. And then found Who's out Giuseppe that Verde? Giuseppe Verdi is a, a classical opera writer from ah, Italy. Okay. And I think my parents didn't want me to know that. The last name Verdi actually wasn't the family-given name, so they would just say, say yes. <laughs> and then I found got out Verdi is not the real... And Verdi is the very uh, Americanized, Anglicized way to say it. it
0: should be... Wait, not Verde... your given name? Are you in, like, witness protection or something? No,
1: my grandfather changed his last name legally to Verdi when he turned 18 because his father took off when he was, like, two.
0: Got it, got it, got it. So, so okay. there's,
1: like, a name out there that... Well, I I don't know. I'm sure it's easily findable, but
0: um,
1: it, it it's it's part of the greater Jessica Verde story. I like but, it. Yeah. Have it's you interesting. seen Have you
0: seen Spider Verse yet? The new Spider Verse movie.
1: No, but do you know one of my closest friends is the voice of the cat when she hacks up a hairball
0: on. <laughs> On my face, I always forget people like the most famous one is Alan Tudyk (laughs) and you know Moana. He Alan Tudyk uh, and he's like I went to Juilliard, and he's the voice of the chicken.
1: Oh no, I was just gonna ask if he's the chicken.
0: He's the chicken, and like I always forget that like because you know you watch that you're like oh they were they recorded a cat. I went to Juilliard. And he's like now, nah. but like everyone loves Alan Tudig and I feel like he's in a comfortable enough place to be like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll take another Disney paycheck to play a chicken, like whatever. You're taking the paycheck. You're yeah. going to do the, th- and also,
1: let's not forget, it, like Bill Hader and another dude whose name I can't remember, but I think it was like Ben, the guy, like the guy. Oh, Ben was, Schwartz. Yeah, who did the word the the voice and the sounds for BB Eight? Like yeah. you need a um, brave, raw artists, not raw, but like someone who can access that stuff to be able to do it. And it's always so
0: crazy to me, like to get, and I'm not saying that like Bill Hader and Ben Schwartz and Alan Tudor don't have talents that other people don't like you get them for a reason, but you have to know that their paycheck is Mm -hmm. going to be larger than some, maybe, you know, some SAG voice actor, but might, you know, like have like a, a handful of credits. And then it's like, cause you know, they do, you know, they do. Like it's, there are plenty of voice actors out there that can do a chicken impression, but apparently they just like, Alan Tudyk is our guy.
1: <laughs> there, th- there actually is a big, um, there's a big backlash to celebrities doing voiceover work for that very reason. It's, you have these professionals that have been tra- yeah. trained for a long time and then you hire Scarlett Johansson to be the voice of the shark because it's Scarlett Johansson and these these people that were like very skilled and their whole life is this voiceover work they're losing out to that and just just like anything in 10 years we're going to lose out to AI whether we exactly. want to or not and whether there's a SAG agreement or not um anyway I haven't seen it yet I can't wait to it looks so incredible um and interestingly enough I did see a quick um, uh, interview with the creators who were like, "Yes, this whole this, the the whole idea is for the people that think Miles can't be yes. Spider Man. This is this is like a big middle finger in no uncertain terms, which." really badly segues to an article really quickly before we talk all about arwen that one of our um patreon subscribers by the way at the uh hello at the 10 king men thing you know level (laughs) (laughs) basically he's supposed to get a shout out but he also shared a variety article That the title is "Rings of Power." Star Ismael Cruz Cordova says Amazon hired an onset therapist to deal with the racist backlash. Which ultimately, even just reading that snippet, that makes me really happy that they were. I hope they did it beforehand, like like preparing people for
0: it from the first one. Like because anytime anything changes, even though Miles Morales has been a comic book character. I don't know the history of Miles Morales, but let me Google it real quick. I'll say I would at least say for in the early years. 90s. Yeah, yeah, at least for 20 years, I'll right. say that. Uh, but it's just like anytime someone sees something different, even though and you've seen it like there's like this TikTok that went viral. Like, oh, man, there's like not enough white people in this. It's like all of these characters have their own comics like this isn't even if they wanted to, which I'd be down for. But there is a Spider-Man India. There is a Jessica Spider-Woman. There is a Miles Morales. There is a, like, all of these Spider-Men, spider man Spider-People exist. Spider people. <gasps> yeah.
1: Spider-Things, Spider-Entities.
0: Yes, because there is a spider pig, there is a Spider-Cat.
1: And I guess that's just it, is like, why, it, why limit yourself to the scope of imagination
0: to so, wow. experience Especially when something. you bring it in the multiverse. Uh,
1: that's... Which is the whole reason for blowing it out. Like, you can do whatever the heck you want. Right. So... And as Mael said, said... Um, I loved seeing her there, or her there, the therapist. Even if we didn't speak, I knew someone was there seeing me completely, and it wasn't just an actor. And you know that reminded me of what you were saying. like the poor kid that's going to be Legolas in the future is just going to get hammered on, even if he is a blonde-eyed, you know, white-haired kid. He's he's someone's just going to be upset. And I just it's past the point of like let's just make art and see how that goes. And but anyway, I thought that was interesting that he shared with us
0: that it's always good to hear just because like I, I can't even imagine like what those actors have gone through like let alone and you know I said I think I made a TikTok about that where it's like even even someone as I don't he's not blonde haired or blue eyed but as a gorgeous white person like Hayden Christensen sure uh you know he is
1: blonde haired I would say
0: I I would think you know uh, sandy blonde dirty blonde (laughs) yeah sure Uh, but just like there was the videos of him you know being back at Star Wars Celebration and everyone cheering for him you know when the Obi Wan show came out everyone's like oh my God we're so happy to have Hayden Christensen back and it was like you know with the TikTok edit with like the really happy music and and I I think I stitched it and I was you did stitch it yeah and I was like this is great I the no hate to this I love Hayden Christensen I'm so happy that people have.
1: Turned around, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, did a one eighty on this. But can we do that earlier? Can mm-hmm. we just not have the first part to where like Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran are gonna, you know, in twenty years, Lose they're a role, gonna be basically
1: welcome- like yeah. Kelly Kelly Marie Tran lost, in my opinion, the entire storyline in the third movie. Because oh, of-
0: absolutely, and it was just because JJ and them didn't want to have to deal with whatever they would like all the racism and stuff they're like oh sorry rose you're gonna have a oh man finn sorry i gotta stay behind to work on the space carburetor uh bye and john
1: boyega's character literally like pats her on the shoulder and yeah like it's where there was like a love story about yep. to happen it's it was egregious and even john life. boyega's
0: character himself like like he, he'll be the first one to admit it's like I went from holding a lightsaber in the first one to just like having no nothing,
1: no storyline like, except for like Billy D. Porter basically to show up. Yeah,
0: and it was just like okay, and so it's just like can we can we skip that first part where we're terrible and misogynistic and racist and hate anything that's Different. anything close to change, and just like a uh, Jake Lloyd I know is like forever scarred by the reaction that he got as a literal uh the kid who played anakin in the first one.
1: Oh god
0: like forever scarred like i don't think i'm hoping uh that he returns to the fold but only if he wants to and only, only if, like he wants
1: to yeah but like I,
0: I not even that i just hope that he's happy and healthy just because like it's like a literal 10 year old got like backlash for like not being a, a quote-unquote good actor good actor right? it's like good lord people and this was like i'm so in a way i'm so grateful that this was 1999 where jake lloyd didn't have a twitter account or something (laughs) like that like because it would have been a million times worse but
1: he probably couldn't get a job because the act the the producers are saying sorry kid you're you're not polling well oh no and the same thing is true you can go back to like look at chunk the kid who played chunk in um the goonies well at scarred by that
0: he who kwan right he's like
1: great example of couldn't get a role yeah and just was past his prime in his value until you know but you got to give him credit for coming back but it sucks and you know that's the it's such a good point that you bring up and then other people were saying everyone's like really welcoming him back and Brendan Fraser back like but did we have to tell them to leave yeah do we have to shun
0: them to begin with and it's so funny like Uh, it was like, oh, does representation matter? Kihi Kwan literally said, I saw Crazy Rich Asians. And I was like, oh, I guess there's a market for actors like me now. And then he came back and won every award known to man. And yeah, so yes, it does matter. (laughs) Like there's one example right there in the past six weeks that can tell you that it matters.
1: It doesn't matter though to the people that don't need to see other people reflected other yeah. than
0: themselves. That
1: and we we're not here to dis uh to untangle that. We're here to talk about a very wonderful character yes. that I wanted to talk about. Um but I think it's an easy person. It's an easy character to talk about. We're talking about Arwen.
0: But it goes into like that whole like change thing that we're talking about. Oh, because it sure does. In the Lord of the Rings books. Arwen is Aragorn's love interest, but we only really see her at the Council of Elrond and that's kind of it. And you know, we get told about the, like their history, Aragorn and Arwen's history, you know, after the War of the Ring, and that's where a lot of the just like solemn tragedy of of, you know, being an immortal elf marrying a mortal man comes in and like I was watching this video last night and I was like, "Oh my god, this is just this is tough." But they it was supposed to be Glorfindel who ushered them in to Rivendell and right. like in the everyone- book. In the book. yes, in the book. And so that was a big change, but I think narratively for the movie, it was necessary and so effortlessly done. It, it,
1: it made sense. She wasn't just, uh, what is it, what is it, Mary? No, she wasn't a Mary Sue. Um, she wasn't just there to be Aragorn's betrothed. Yeah. Um I, We'll get into this a little bit more. I think some of the changes that they made to Elrond and his choice, uh, his feelings about Arwen and Aragorn being in love, it it's a little unfortunate. But you can kind of see them trying, you could see Peter Jackson trying to like puff up the drama and make the love story a little bit more longing as opposed to these people just love each other and they're gonna get when married. When you
0: have Hugo weaving, you are gonna make him use those eyebrows. <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying he did a bad I'm job. I'm sorry, That like
0: I will never forget that profile shot of when he's talking to, to Viggo Mortensen. He's like, be the man you were supposed to become. And it's just <laughs> like, he is the most Agent Smith unhinged talking like that. Agent Smith talking to Morpheus and Elrond talking to <laughs> talking to Aragorn <laughs> came within like four years of each other. I'm like, this is Vigo, like, <laughs> is peak right here. This is Vigo the best Weaving's part is, Like,
1: I was a little too young to know that that was the same actor. <laughs> oh really? Like, I just didn't. I you know I do immersion pretty well. I do suspension of disbelief pretty well. Mm. It was like pretty hard not to see Frodo as Elijah because we I you know you knew Elijah. See, I for- didn't, I
0: had. I had not seen Elijah. What what was Elijah in before? He he's a, a movie. Big kid actor, but he was. Maybe I hadn't he did a movie it.
1: with Bruce Willis that I would really like to see if it holds up in any sh- way, shape, or form. Called North, where Bruce Willis basically is like a magic entity and shows up in a in a m- bunch of different forms and kind of tries God, to. The
0: nineties were great. The, <sighs>
1: it, it had like a Richie Rich element to okay. it. Um, meets the my girl. probably oh, Flipper. Rung. Was he in Flipper?
0: He was, but see that, that for me is different because like, that's five years later. And so it's just like, God, it's so crazy. Like I just, I did not recognize it. Oh, deep impact. That was another one that I oh, saw. sure.
1: It wasn't until we were covering the movies in previous episodes. Also, I did not realize how friggin' young he was. He... It's
0: crazy how young everybody was. Right. I mean, yeah.
1: not just from a, oh, we're older now, and look, everyone's aged 20 years. They, they were kids doing, you know, uh, Dominic Moynihan and all those guys, they're a little bit older. They're just a little bit older. Like, even Sean Astin, I believe, is probably close.
0: Closing yeah, in Sean on Aston, you know, Rudy and everything, like Rudy, like a new. Rudy. So he had been force.
1: doing, he just yeah. had like eighties under his belt and Elijah's 18 coming into this and killing it. And I just, it's can't wild. Believe it. Like
0: the, the commitment they put into this and see, and even like I knew who Liv Tyler was, but I, okay. Oh, Armageddon, obviously aren't like, I knew Liv Tyler, we, from Armageddon. the world knew who she exactly. was. Exactly. Yeah. And that was like such a famous role. And you know, like, Armageddon's great. I, I love Armageddon. Have so you much.
1: seen Empire Records?
0: I don't like it. I think I saw. Okay, all those nineties. <laughs> see movies, it late. I did, yeah. and like I just saw. What was it? Reality bites. The Winona Ryder one.
1: Oh, I actually turned it off halfway through because I didn't watch it when it first came out. It's, it's
0: insufferable. It's, it's a little insuff- young for us.
1: By the, I'm sorry. It's a little old for us. It's a way. It's way more Gen X than it is it's early nineties. It's So
0: MTV Gen and- X. It's like, oh my gosh. It's but, not uh,
1: good. I will I will give you that. Yeah.
0: So it's just like, I, I saw those movies late. Um, and so when it comes to, to Arwen, though, like when she shows up on screen, just the most, <sighs> I've never seen so many perfect entrances in one movie. Like, how do you have a perfect introduction to so many people? It's, we take it for granted. We honestly just take this movie for granted of how they introduce like, you know, we talked about Legolas last week, you know, when he rides into to Rivendell and you're like, and he smells the Rivendell air and it's like, oh, it's so perfect. You know, Aragorn, you know, putting out the candles with his fingers. Like, what a, what a simple <laughs> badass way to make someone like look so cool. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like just all around the room. And then uh, like Boromir, it's like, even the way they do it, like the light music still playing, but it's like something's off about that one.
1: Yep. Yep, you totally like. See there's it. something
0: just like the way, like, and Sean Bean is such an underrated actor. You know, like the the famous not you by know, the
1: Civilization organization. <laughs> the the, the, the Sim, Sim Six has him narrate everything.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: so I'm just kidding, but he he doesn't work as much as American audiences should see him work.
0: I know, and he always dies.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> but I'm sorry, so- what were we gonna say?
0: just like uh he's so good because like that that famous you know one does not simply walk into Mordor the reason why he was doing the whole head uh, head in hand is because they had changed the script that morning and he had the script in his lap no. and he was and he was reading it and so like one of the most iconic memes of all time and one of his best acting performances like comes from just like him reading the script and it's like it's so insane just like how this this production seemed to be held together by like matchsticks and scotch tape, and it became one of the the best trilogies of all time.
1: Uh, but at the same time, the amount of prep made it not that yes as well, and so you know, and we talked about it before too. Um, the the Hobbit trilogy is totally ruined by the fact that it's rushed and those perfect entrances you're so correct that it's the time that they're given and again that there's not a lot of dialogue we're just seeing them act we're seeing their behavior we're watching them be and there's a there's Arwen doesn't have a a, sh- a lot of dialogue but she's and she's quiet a lot but we see her express a lot yes. too i mean it's not to say that she doesn't speak it's be, oh man there's no one more gorgeous than Luke tyler she,
0: it's insane and just she's like out of control as, as i'm thinking about entrances we have like 30 in like the extended version we have about 30 <sighs> minutes of aragorn just being like the best thing ever we just saw him fight off five Nazguls, right? Like, single handedly, you know, th- like, just chuck a torch and hit one in the face. And then, <laughs> guess what? What's this? A ranger caught off his guard, just immediately one upped, <laughs> just like that. And you're like, wait,
1: just like this she guy's a him. ranger,
0: <laughs> and you, we just saw him like, just take on five undead kings who just got the better of him. And then you, s- what a perfect way, choice, like by Peter Jackson to show her like as Elijah Woods like fading into the darkness to see like the light in her regal attire, her regal like elvish attire. And it's just so perfect and her speaking elvish to him in the first time. And like I saw a clip from like the Colbert show. She still knows her elvish chant that uh, like, you know, we're at the the river. Uh, to, when she
1: uh, makes the horses come, yeah,
0: it makes the horses. Like she still knows that, and it's just, and you know, Stephen Colbert is the biggest Middle Earth geek the out best. there, it's the and best. so he was freaking out about it. Uh, so it's just I like, have
1: chills just thinking about it, right? I, like I can't recall a single line I've done from plays that had pages of dialogue. Yeah, and granted, it's maybe she just had to practice and practice and practice to know those lines intrinsically but to recall it that far after is impressive.
0: It's Cause... crazy. Yeah, I remember watching like a Screen Junkies video when like Game of Thrones was like at its height and, you know, like they, they had the guy that created the Dothraki language on there and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I just that's like what I do in Hollywood. It's create, you know, wow. mythic line It's like and it's crazy to think about because I'm sure there's Elvish written down, you know, especially with Tolkien. I'm sure there's Elvish written down, but you still have to create the language. You still have to create it.
1: I do think there's well, because that was his thing, I believe, is he was a linguist to okay. begin with. And so I don't I may be incorrect on this, but I feel like the Elven language came to him first and then he started building the world to it. I want to say that that's the but are there like audio
0: tapes of like like, or, you know, audio recordings, obviously not the tapes, way he like-
1: wrote it would it's phonetically it's phonetically how um that's what i mean like by a linguist he was writing a speakable language that's crazy which is insane like he and the way he just had scrawlings and this is something that actually i really love how alex talks about tolkien and um i didn't know until dating this total nerd he uh, he treated it like he discovered the world so it was almost like he was unearthing the language yeah versus creating it so i would say the way to speak it and how was there prior and so probably they had people studying it in order to speak it properly would be my guess because i That's think so- klingon came after klingon was made
0: really okay
1: so you have these words and you're like, okay, okay, cool. And then they had to start filling in the gaps, which sort of makes sense uh, until people are like, oh, wait, there's we need to say more dialogue. Kapla, great. <laughs> Kapla. <do> we- <laughs> How do we do that? Um, so again, I welcome some one of one of amazing people in our audience to tell me I'm wrong, but I believe I'm correct about that.
0: That's still so like just seeing that, like being able to create – a full language, like whether, like, you know, Tolkien did it or the script writers did it. Like, it's still... Oh, no, still... he definitely
1: created the language, but I'm, I want to say that the pronunciation was... Yeah. I don't know for sure if it was, like, handed down from Tolkien, but... Yeah. It's it's something special that makes... I, I, I'm one of those people that would just love to believe that this was our world before... Our world existed because it I love that
0: it really like and it creates like this beautiful like tragedy of the world like that the beauty and the connectivity to nature like slowly disappeared over time
1: or that we might have like remnant of blood or something like that like like dorm dormant fairy blood.
0: So who who on this earth do you think has dormant elf blood?
1: Ooh, that's a very good question. I'm going to say Daniel
0: Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could agree. I was going to say, like, Helen Mirren.
1: Okay, Helen Mirren could have elf blood. I'm going to take it back. Daniel Day-Lewis has uh, wizard blood.
0: I think Daniel Day-Lewis has, like, Numenorian blood for sure. And I know that's, sure. like, descended from elves. But, like, like I just watched The Last of the Mohicans. and movie that probably can't be made today. No. But to be fair, I, I thought that like in the movie he had like Native American face on, but no, he plays a white guy, but you know, that's how they did it in the 90s, like, oh this movie's about Native Americans. But don't worry, it's about a white guy in the in The, in the Savior. Tribe. The <laughs> yeah. Savior
1: dude. Yeah. Kevin Costner's here, everybody. Don't worry.
0: But yeah, that's why I tweeted that out the other day. I was just like we all know Tom Cruise is like the goat of like running in movies. <laughs> but like man, Daniel Day Lewis in that movie just like, I will find you stay alive and him just like running through the forest with like two muskets it was like awesome
1: intense he's he's an intense person and i think you're right like just from a sheer capability like he's he's so human but inhuman at the same time actually this is a fun thing that i want to do more of but to get back to arwen i I want you to talk about how her story is tragic because there there's something about her that's made extra beautiful in the sadness and in the realities of her choices, which is why I think it's also wonderfully played by Liv Tyler because she's not just objectively a beautiful woman. She's clearly living, and she's got a whole life behind her eyes of pain or like knowing how to rise. She's got grace and experience. Um But it's not surprising that Arwen is destined for some sadness because Elrond had a crap ton in his early childhood or, yeah. you know, early elfhood. His dad left, his mom, you know, his dad's in the sky <laughs> left him. It's, he was sad and still to be that jolly,
0: as well, according to the book. Speaking of uh, Arwen's mother, who is uh, one. Um,
1: Celebrion, right?
0: Celebrion, whose mother is Galadriel and Celeborn, like uh, yeah, which crazy,
1: is crazy lineage. <laughs> let's, let's just start there.
0: Um, on the way back from Lorien to Rivendell, uh, Arwen's mother was captured by Angmar orcs, tortured and poisoned. Uh, Elrond and his sons freed her, got her back to Rivendell, healed her, but it was so traumatic and the poison was so deep that she had to sail to the west <gasps> to truly, like, so, Arwen, like, Arwen Elrond, never Elrond was sees her a single dad. Oh yeah. Oh, my Arwen goodness. was a single dad. So, you know, Put a little perspective for Hugo Weaving's performance here Okay, like,
1: okay I'm is just this, saying Don't be a Hugo Weaving apologist,
0: okay? Oh, I'm going to be <laughs> I am going to. That is that is his baby girl <laughs> And like you see this, this young whippersnapper at 87 Come and try and, and take his girl away But I do I will say that is one of my favorite mo- Like just low moments of uh, Like not low moments But like little moments in Lord of the Rings you watch when aragorn's coronation uh and you know she she comes from behind the banner and like he he moves it and like they embrace you watch hugo weaving in the background that is the most perfect non-focused i'm a dad about to lose my daughter forever acting i haven't focused on that go like you just go to youtube and watch this clip everybody because it is I, you know, I've seen this movie too many times that I can look at these things. Right. Um and just his face is just like I'm so happy, but I am so sad at the same time. And that's the thing that the Nerd of the Rings said is that um one there's a, like some of the art done by Arwen looks exactly like Natalie Portman and it got me thinking that like switch those roles. Like do you think like I think Natalie Portman could be Arwen, but do you think Liv Tyler could have been Padmé?
1: you're blowing my brain right now i actually don't think natalie portman could have been arwen and i think liv tyler could have been padme
0: so what's the what's the age difference there like how how old because like i know i know like natalie portman in phantom menace is supposed to be like she's she's almost 40.
1: she's almost 40 now and i'm gonna go on record saying liv is like 45.
0: yeah so like there's an age difference for sure but not like huge
1: but cast them at the height of their ingenue stage. Do you know what I mean? Like True. So like rather go could Natalie Portman have have done this? Uh would she would we have cast her if she was at the height of her you know, if she was the age that she was when she played Padme. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she's tall enough. Honestly.
0: That's fair. That's totally fair
1: i think that's a not that there isn't hollywood magic or movies but she doesn't have i think something about elf stuff is this lithe body but like sturdy frame usually that's why i would sooner say i was an elf as opposed to a fairy i also would like to think i have mermaid blood but i'm probably more are
0: you tempting sailors to their death and drowning them
1: I no, I'm not a siren. I said mermaid.
0: Mermaids do that.
1: Not exclusively.
0: <laughs> it's like their part-time job. <laughs> it's like
1: a thing that they might do. Don't
0: pigeonhole mermaids bin.
1: <laughs> I might be a seal. We book. are not a monolith.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. I I just I'm just trying to breathe air. Um what would you say your like mi- mythical blood might be?
0: <sighs> it's tough. Because I think you
1: could have some Numenorean going on. You've got maybe like, like twenty-five-year-old,
0: maybe twenty-five-year-old Ben. Now it's just like now I'm just like a regular Gondor <laughs> citizen. Like, oh man!
1: Like, <laughs> guys, I gotta go fish today. <laughs> I
0: wonder. I wonder if like Gondor people in Gondor are like, ah, Mordor's a hoax. Soren's not real. Like, it's like. It's right there. (laughs) Ah, don't believe the crazy wizard media. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: It's like the perfect satire instead of doing Don't Look Up, where it's about climate change. Don't Look
0: East. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: We need to ban this right now.
0: Okay, you and Alex need to come back. We are writing this script.
1: It's such a good idea. We are doing a
0: parody of Don't Look Up of Don't (laughs) Look East.
1: I... Love it, and you know, those people are the ones to die first, too. It's j- yeah. or oh, it's such a good that, like, th- that's how you unite people, right? Is like, yes. hey, do you think Sauron's there? Donald Trump is Sauron, guys. Let's yeah. just, I mean, he's not as powerful as that, but that's a bad person, he's not as smart
0: as that. either. <laughs> it's also not, it's but it, ugh, Sauron it's also, got a lot done, <laughs>
1: Sauron like, knew how to do it, he yeah. did stuff, and he just didn't expect. I love this, and I didn't realize, um, you know, again, just to give people a little bit of my background, I read the books avidly when I was 13, cooked through them, and then the movies came out, and I was done. You know, I was like, I was in from The Hobbit. Yeah. And maybe I've watched the movies a couple times here and there, but I've always, like, counted The Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Dune as, like top three major things oh, that I Dune.
0: love. I'm late on the Dune train, and I'm waiting to read the book until after the second movie comes out. So, so
1: it's one of those things that I'd also like to do a podcast about, because also, Alex has never read them, so we might have to do this trio talking about the Dune books, too. Just
0: doing it. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's
1: it. That's the of Oh, no. <And> then I... <laughs>
0: The spice is nice, baby. You're, you're on
1: top of it. Don't waste. Just <laughs> Don't do n- <laughs> it. This is your secret power. It really is. So, I've always loved it, and then we we rewatched. I rewatched it with Alex, and then we watched it again in order to do the episodes about the podcast. And Alex and I are reading through the books right now. I didn't know how scared Sauron was of Aragorn. Like, legitimately. It's wild. Frightened, and that it turned and started the war sooner because Aragorn's like, fine, I'm gonna look in the ball and tell Sauron I'm here, finally gonna reveal myself, and Sauron's like, fine, here's like, I'm, this is too soon, but I'm gonna send off the armies, which is fascinating to me. That's why he lost. I mean, it's a huge factor in why he lost. I yeah, probably one of the only. I mean, you probably would have seen. I mean, just like thinking about what would have happened, what if, if I think Frodo would have still made it to Mordor and thrown the ring in there, but I think Sauron would have still won without, if Aragorn I didn't think say I'm here.
0: That's the thing, it's just like, it's the same thing, you know, like just going off the movies is like, if Sauron hadn't emptied Mordor to confront oh, Aragorn, Frodo, Frodo never would, would have made it. So he true. never would have crossed the plains of Golgoroth.
1: he would have still been looking for Frodo or someone akin to Frodo. But instead he, it was, it's, it just is fascinating to me, which then would say that Aragorn is, if Aragorn chooses Arwen as a match, she's gotta be something special, but let's not forget Aragorn was raised in Rivendell from a young age. And so they're kind of like siblings. (laughs) They were,
0: they didn't meet. I, 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 I knew you're gonna bring this up.
1: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you have the information.
0: They didn't meet till they were uh, till Aragorn was 21. That was when they first met.
1: Oh, okay. So then that's good.
0: Yeah, they're
1: they're good. But how? Because she,
0: like, uh, uh, Arwen st- spent a lot of time in Lorien. Like she spent a lot of time in Lorien with uh, Galadriel and Kelleborn.
1: That's right. Um,
0: and so she spent a lot of her life in there until like Elrond was like, "Hey, the Misty Mountains are getting too dangerous. I want you to come home." And that was when um, I can't remember if that was when like they fell in love when she came back or if that was when like they first met when she first came back. I think it was when they she first met, because after that, uh, like Aragorn has like which I literally wrote this down. Aragorn went on adventures with the Sons of Elrond. I need that. I need that right now. Like so. J- forget of rings all. of power give me 10 Ugh. billion dollar episodes of let's let's cast this who would you want to see Ooh. as aragorn as 21 you know like 21 to 40 year old aragorn like you right. know we can age him throughout the season so Ooh. who am i thinking of right now i don't oh let me let me let me google some actors real quick this is uh, abso- I,
1: so, well so just be so because i'm gonna buy myself some time to think about this For the people that, you know, a lot of people got really angry with the Rings of Power, like making Galadriel this, you know, person that's able to climb a cliff face. And actually, you know, because they never saw, I swear to God, they couldn't handle it.
0: Uh, Real quick, I I googled 30-year-old actors. (laughs) Chris Evans, 41. (laughs) Liam Hemsworth, 33. (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal, 42. Leonardo DiCaprio, 48.
1: Why are you
0: doing, why? Wait, do you know who number five is?
1: Anthony Hopkins.
0: <laughs> Close Clint Eastwood.
1: <laughs> no. Is it like this? Is they were great when they were thirty?
0: <laughs> These people have once been thirty. <laughs> Sometimes
1: that's insane. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the people that like clapped back, that clapped back at people who were like, "Gladriel can do those things," and also no one's really mad about Arwen you know them feminizing the book for arwen like people are yeah. mad. You know they like are giving her things to do, but this proves it that she did some you know pretty badass stuff. Like if she went to go f- do some stuff with the brothers, she's not just like sewing their garments. Granted, she did just sew the banner for Aragorn in the books. <laughs> <laughs> like that very uh, important work. Which actually makes me think now too for her to step outside of the banner in the when they in the coronation that's probably an homage to that yeah it is um I didn't even catch that look at you knowing all these things so the problem is I would want to be Arwen I would why wouldn't I, you be well I'm, I'm I'm just not the act well you know what if it's if we're doing Rings of Power style where we're casting actors that we don't necessarily know I could be you um, could be I could easily. be but let's think about like a okay who's Aragorn today that's
0: you know, I'm looking at Logan Lerman.
1: Who, who I, the heck is that?
0: Ah, uh, Percy Jackson. Oh. Uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. You know, like I and, and I think like everyone's kind of stuck in that like you know young adult phase of him, but like I feel like he's aged well. Okay. I, I like how you know 31 year old Logan Lerman looks right now, and you know I, I could see it. I I
1: think I'm gonna blow your brains right now. This actor, uh, yes, Adam Warlock
0: oh uh yeah he was originally cast in rings of power was he he was he was supposed to be in this show um i can't think of his what's his name um
1: he might be oh, too God. pretty he might be an elf he he. you know what he,
0: he could gets, be a son of elrond he'd be a son of elrond yeah absolutely exactly i think right. he was i honestly like i don't know what he was supposed to be because i you know, what i can't think of his name right now it's 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 making me mad um but uh, like I'm guessing he was supposed to be uh Will Poulter, um I'm guessing he was supposed to be uh Elrond. Like it, it had to because oh
1: that's who I was talking about. Adam Warlock is the character. That's what Will Poulter is. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about too. Yeah, so we're talking about the same person. He was supposed to be cast as Elrond.
0: I don't know because like all of the like all of the casting, it was just like he was cast or like like it will this Screen rant article will poulter reflects on exiting rings of power like wow. so he was he was cast in the show i don't you know i'm not i'm just speculating he probably so the, was
1: going to be l run i'm sure that because
0: well yeah will poulter is a very established actor for that show and like you know i don't know uh i i haven't seen the actor that plays l run anything else same with morford clark same with almost everyone like the only uh, 100 Oh, that I recognize in that show is, um, uh, Bronwyn. Uh, she was Barney's girlfriend in how I met your mother. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, and she the she's MILF. Got, like, no, 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 <laughs> Bronwyn um, is a milf. Yes. Oh yeah. In That's the, what I, not yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Not in yeah. how I met your mother. And, um, cause I remember, cause she has like this crazy Scientology story too. Um, and then I recognize, uh, Celebrimbor, that's the head elf, right, in Rings of Power, the the really jerk one that doesn't like Galadriel?
1: I, uh, uh, Celebrimbor is the... No, um, he's the d- ring d- forger. Yeah, he's the forger, and then the one that we're talking about is uh, Th- Thorin. No. Uh, I
0: was about to say Ganondorf. <laughs> too many Zelda things going on right now.
1: Dude, I'm 100 hours in, and it's too much.
0: Yeah. Um, but that guy is from Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm I was gonna... like, I know I know that face. How do I know that face? And that's, that's where it's from.
1: I'm going to pitch one more person. I think Penn Badgley might do it well. And he's the guy who's, cause he, you know what? He's looks good scruffy. You I just would have to put some weight on him. I
0: think. I think it, for me, it's just like the whole you fan base just like puts like a bad taste in my mouth. About... I, I
1: couldn't disagree with you more. And he's also coming out of H- Gossip Girl, too. It's like yeah. it's a lot of. It's not it's,
0: nothing gets pinned badly because I'm sure he's a great actor.
1: He's a great actor. The problem is you're exactly right. There are people that are lusting after a stalker murderer <laughs> and there's so, that's so problematic. <laughs> What is the last thing that Liv Tyler has done? I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to look right now. Let's see. Because it makes me sad that she doesn't work very much. Oh, she was in Don't Look Up. Or was she? Wait. Wasn't she?
0: Was Uh, she? 911. Oh, she was in Ad Astra in uh, 2019. But again, it was like one of those kind of thankless, like, I'm your wife. Don't go to space roles. Like, I'm Brad Pitt's astro which is a great movie if you guys haven't seen it and i don't think a lot of people did um but just like a, and i'm one you know like when it comes to that like you always wonder like how much they want to work because like she had such a successful early career that she can coast if she wants to and you mm-hmm. know do smaller projects because like it's the same with elijah wood like it's it was so crazy seeing lord of the rings and like the the next project that i remember elijah wood being in was sin city where he plays like the little creepy kevin character that's like cannibalizing hookers and stuff. It was wild. (laughs) No, no. that's not an exaggeration at all. Um, uh, And I was like, Frodo, no. (laughs) no.
1: He's trying so hard to like shake the good guy. Yeah, he
0: really, and just like, uh, there's a movie uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore with him and um, God, I'm just blanking on every name right now. Uh, Yellow Jackets and Last of Us, uh actress um i can't think of her name i
1: have no idea
0: a great great actress uh gosh i'm so sorry for everyone that's just screaming at their their car right now hey that's
1: good podcasting i think actually is when people melanie
0: linsky oh
1: i was gonna guess that actually yeah yeah um that talk about someone just who has worked forever
0: just is a worker like just It's the fact that she like they got uh, H and that's what I don't get about the whole HBO Max turning into Max thing. HBO has this like prestige to it from the Sopranos to literally getting like Nick Offerman and Melanie Linsky to just come in and just do like, you know what? You're going to be a character for one episode and then you're gone. People are going to remember you, but then like, you're not going to be like a series regular, like we are going to see you die and they're like, okay. And that's the that's the prestige that HBO has. And uh, Warner is like, nah, let's just call it Max. It sounds really good.
1: I think they're trying to take it actually. And I have thought this since the merger, because one of the first things they did was cut all the good TV shows that needed one more season, kind mm-hmm. of like Netflix. And their MO was, we're not gonna focus on diversity. Um, and we're, oh yeah. And they wanted to have two separate tracks and channels that were like more toward the lifetime and reality, rebuilding TV shows for women
0: specifically. Oh, I've never seen that graphic. That graphic we, was wild. Right, exactly. I couldn't believe that. And so, like, they, this they, is a, forget. Meme that like, <laughs> this was like a Nathan for you thing that he would put up for a company, and, and people would be like, I don't think that's gonna work. He's like, no, trust me.
1: <laughs> it's gonna taste like poop, which is yeah. good. And, and so, let's just, it's not surprising that they're tanking or they're they're just trying to give us generalized, enjoyable TV without challenging us. So it does make sense that they're foregoing HBO. I couldn't agree with you more though that HBO had done nothing but giving us had done nothing but give us good amazing prestigious tv so
0: So, back to arwen yes Uh, by the way uh she is going to be in the new captain america movie
1: um excuse me what
0: yeah she's betty ross and that goes all the way back to you know edward norton like literally a different hulk she was the betty ross to a different hulk
1: that's right
0: and it's like it's pretty cool that they're bringing her back i don't know if it's going to be like in some you know cameo role. It's very possible. I don't know. I th- but at the
1: very least, I think we think a lot of people think we're getting um, Red Hulk in Clint Clint Eastwood because they had to recast her dad because that actor died. Wait, oh, I thought it was Ed Harris or Harrison Ford. Did I say Clint Eastwood? I met Harrison Ford. Yeah, it's Harrison I'm just Ford. thinking about all the same thirty year old actors, so I'm confused. Yes, those um, those young
0: whippersnappers <laughs> have their whole career ahead of them, like Harrison Ford.
1: So one of the things that happens when you're an elf and this happened with um what's the story of uh, the, the 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 previous one that i want to talk about forever
0: um the first oh the Ma- silmarillion pair
1: yes um oh well, why can't i think of their name uh but bjorn nope bayorn <laughs> <laughs> nope it is bayor Be- no why is it gone baron and luthien there it is Baron and luthien. um yeah so that was the first we
0: just had someone crash their car they were screaming <laughs> so loud i'm phone.
1: surprised they had the episode how are still you on. people on the lord of the rings
0: podcast we get it trust me i i have i have not gotten out of bed today it's finally sunny la and i'm just like oh let me just stay in bed with a hoodie on
1: one of the first messages we've got uh about the show as we were leading up to rings of the power they were like how is this girl a host of the rings of power show when she doesn't even know when the show's coming out or if it's a series or one episode (laughs) like i just came in i wanted to be the person that didn't know everything so we i was the i was half of the audience anyway so luthien and baron which tolkien said it reminds he wrote that story uh he views his he viewed his wife as luthien which i think mm-hmm. is beautiful and sweet and in a sense arwen and aragorn mirror that story because baron's a human luthien is a high elf yeah um, they even
0: mention in the movies they do in the extended cut
1: yes 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 um because basically nothing really went well for most
0: humans no, it's a very tragic elf. story
1: yes but from that lineage know like a weird way you can either choose to stay an elf after like their kids could be either elf or human and that's where you get the Numenorians from that bloodline so essentially you've arwen is the line of luthien that's decided to stay an elf and you have um aragorn is a descendant i guess probably um long
0: a long time <laughs> sorry my cat i had to mute my mic because my cat was playing in my blinds and going absolutely crazy which is why
1: i right was now. just vamping but did you hear anything <laughs> i
0: said <laughs> yes i did
1: okay so is also aragorn a descendant of barion because he could a baron because he would have to be in order to be a numenorean so
0: i would think so you know some distant relative
1: there is just like we're all distant relatives of adam and steve so
0: uh of genghis khan yeah <laughs> probably um or Giuseppe Verdi. So, uh, Giuseppe Verdi. Giuseppe
1: Verdi. I don't know why some of the children of Luthien and Baron would choose to be mortal, but you could make that choice and once you made that choice, your lineage stayed mortal. So, Aragorn was of the mortal blood. Ar uh Arwen still could make that choice at yes. this point. And it wasn't unprecedented it just was like unlikely at that point that an elf was going to choose mortality but she did ultimately give it up and in the movie it was the elven star uh even star even star she's called arwen elven star or even star what is her even star yeah so he the even star her mortality or immortality gets um idolized in that necklace it didn't exist in the books but she chose to give up her immortality to be with aragorn but she still lived longer than aragorn because she still was an elf
0: <laughs> yeah this is what i wrote down is that um uh one she made sam's daughter like they visited the shire and uh after you know after she gave frodo her place on the ship. That's how Frodo got to go to the undying lands. Cause oh, I didn't
1: realize that. Yeah.
0: He took Arwen's spot. They visited Sam, Marion, and Pippin, uh, in the Shire. And she made Sam's daughter, her maid of honor, which is very sweet. I have children. And so sweet. After Aragorn died, which I think he was like 200, like when he died or something. So he lived a very like about as long as a mortal man can live is how long Aragorn lived. And a mortal
1: I, Numenorean man.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, after he died, she went off, she said goodbye. It's so funny, like, <laughs> it's like we love Tolkien, but, like, literally in the Nerd of the Rings video, it's like, her son, Caliborn, or something like he has, like, a very elvish name. Sure. And, her t- and she had two daughters, which were not named. Oh, like, oh God, my okay. God. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's so painful.
0: So painful. <laughs> uh, <it's laughs>
1: you know, you could almost argue that... You know arwen is non-essential in the books because she's really she's not she's not doing anything but then tolkien makes it up makes up for it in galadriel and makes up for it in eowyn so it's you know it's not like he's yes he loves men you know and how great they are but he does give women these things to do that's not just being a woman which is awesome but yeah arwen um (laughs) I don't think he cared that much about women.
0: <laughs> no, like, she was kind of, she was more of just, like, the catalyst of, like, hey, this is, what basically, like, it was very, like, war, like, this is who I'm fighting for right. type thing. Right, right. Um, but it was very sad. After Aragorn died, uh, she went off to Lorien by herself and dwelt for many years alone. And then one day she walked into the forest where her and Aragorn were wed, and she passed away. Oh my god. And her her grave remained evergreen until the ending of time.
1: Um, that is so sad.
0: It is the saddest thing ever. And it's so beautiful and poetic and like 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 Vin Diesel said, it's just like Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> she raced her GTX over to Lorian. <laughs> You know, Arwen just lived her life a quarter mile at a time, okay? Adjectosidoka, okay? <laughs> ah! Arwen, do you miss Aragorn? I don't want to talk about it, cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, like just uh, Gandalf to Bilbo, like, where's the ring? Pockets ain't empty, <laughs> Look,
1: It's actually, it's. Quint- it is the fabric are interwoven between the two. It
0: really is. Um, you can't talk about one without the other. Now. <laughs> you
1: really can't. Um, <laughs> so you're saying Lorien was empty because all those elves went away. Gone.
0: Yeah. So she, so she was she- just
1: like, I'm just going to. So it's interesting. And I don't know that I, I doubt anyone knows this. I doubt anyone wrote about it. Lorien was Lorien, Lothlorien, because Gladriel. Uh, was using Nenya to make that energy like um where they were going back to yeah um so with Gladriel gone I'm curious to as to what Lorien was like
0: I feel like
1: I'm sure there's lo- remnant magic that's the thing
0: I'm sure there's like remnant to it And I'm sure that it was still like very beautiful, but I'm sure it'd be also like an abandoned theme park where you're like, oh, you have so many memories of what this place used to be. And it's just not the same.
1: Yeah, totally. And it's actually making it even more sad. And now I think I want to paint a painting. And I (laughs) was so sad, but it, it, she made that choice. She knew that that's what her life was going to be in the movies. We even see Elrond caution her against that life. And she's a nightmare about it, right? Where she's alone. Isn't it in the yeah, movies? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And it's it's like it's you know, saying the movies are well done is like, you know, screaming into an echo chamber. But it's just like Wait, it what? is like this gorgeous thing of just like, you know, even if the best possible thing happens, like this most unlikely thing that this small band of misfits defeats the greatest evil Middle earth has ever seen you're still eventually going to be alone and like even if like gondor becomes like the greatest kingdom of men and all the alliances are made and there's peace on earth aragorn's going to die and there will be no elves and you like he says like you walk the one like i don't know where the woods are that they shot that moment in but like seeing where we just seen nature be so beautiful and abundant and the elves are so in tune with it and then you see these like just dark gray trees and her just being alone there. It's just so crazy and it's so well done and it's just haunting.
1: That actually then makes me think that that is Lorian. There's no magic. There's nothing that's keeping it evergreen. Yeah. Except for wherever she is.
0: That that's is... the thing is I feel like cause she's she bringing is, magic. For she sure. is like, even if it's just like in her studio apartment <laughs> like she it's one last remnant of the glory that uh Lorian like would become I, and that's why like even when she dies you know it it's still evergreen and it's because of her
1: I wish I had done better research cuz or knew that we were going to get to this part because now I want to know if she was the last elf left and I wonder if that exists
0: Yeah I wonder like if legolas stayed in middle earth longer than arwen did i don't i don't know he didn't
1: him and gimli crossed also yeah uh well at least according to the books right um but before they crossed they did their you know brocom and bromcom but i'd be curious Uh, according
0: to i just googled it the last elf alive was arwen legolas is another possibility because he left after uh because he left with gimli after aragorn died but probably before probably um uh, and then it says cirden is most likely elf the to have sailed last but he would not leave middle earth until the last boat sailed but that might have been like you know legolas and gimli's boat
1: that's fascinating and you know i think there are some elves that could have decided to stay as well i but like their energy and their light would have changed. Or they probably would have chosen mortality by doing that. But I think that that's even worse and sad. And now I'm really, really, really depressed. And that is a really sad way to end the podcast.
0: <laughs> it is. It is so it's such a and that's the thing is that like you understand Aragorn's like, you know, the whole love triangle with Eowyn. like for me, I never even even if I hadn't read the books, it's not like so far so of like oh maybe aragorn or like you never really believe it because they play it so well of like why wouldn't Aowen fall in love with this majestic gorgeous man that leads armies and rallies men against hopeless cause he's the like,
1: lead singer of the band you fall in love with that yes. man 100
0: yeah. uh but like you never believe aragorn for a second like doesn't fully stay faithful to arwen but and he doesn't
1: like, he's not attracted to her. He respects her. Oh, and yeah, that is that is really well done. Ultimately, like, yeah. you, I don't ever see him later on or make her think that she's more than what he esteems her to be. You know, he
0: just no, thinks there's she's There's like one moment. There's one moment and they, they do it so well of like, you know, when Gimli falls off his horse and Eowyn helps him up. And, you know, there's that classic like wind blowing her blonde hair like Miranda Otto looks so gorgeous in this movie. Um. But then even in that moment where, you know, Théoden says, I've never seen her smile like this in such a long time, even in that moment, I think that moment is when like, he fades back to like him leaving Arwen in Rivendell and having the conversation with Elrond of like, she needs to leave. You cannot do this to my daughter. And so like, even in that one moment of like, what if his mind immediately goes to like the actual love of his life and like what, hard decisions are coming.
1: Here's what I think then. I think if, if, and for some reason, if we're living in the narrative and the canon of the movies, Elrond makes Arwen leave, I bet you, Aragorn, maybe only takes a concubine in order to have... (laughs) have
0: lineage. <laughs> you said that so casually! <laughs> you said it like it's a part of like 2023 life. Yeah, maybe he takes a concubine, but I mean, it's completely understandable. He's a man. He has needs. Hey. Are we like on one of those alpha male podcasts right now? <laughs>
1: like... Hey, it's totally normal as long as you have two consenting adults and Fellas, women less... <laughs>
0: you don't let women distract you from your goals even if they're immortal, gorgeous beings with the light of Arda inside them that is the liberal agenda
1: we have to value families and- oh my god um, yeah exactly i'm definitely a men's right activist and i'm finally coming out of the closet finally god finally it's everyone's just been speculating no i just my point is i think aragorn dies alone too i i think i think so too if he doesn't end up with Ar- arwen even though Awen's like please i am <laughs> dying for you i don't and and arrow arwin wasn't a choice anymore i don't think he i think either of them would have so you sad. don't think
0: he like uh gets an air like he he doesn't he does that's an why he takes
1: a concubine only gotcha. from but he's like a stud at that point i think he can, <laughs> <laughs> i think he can't afford after having re-established the line well, of jessica the said
0: this is the end of the podcast <laughs> i should have just listened and we should have just ended the podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's doing his kingly duty, and listen, I just watched all of Bridgerton's Queen Charlotte story, so all I can think about is getting an air, and air oh is so gosh. important. It's so good; it got Let's, me all messed up. We,
0: that's what Rings of Power is missing: is the whole Bridgerton aspect of it, <laughs> all the gossip. Show and... <laughs> us
1: male butt. We're dying for male butt. If we had got that out of uh, what's the guy who's no longer within the show?
0: Oh, like that's that's the person i <sighs> I'd love to see is like. I know he was so good in, in his one scene of Dungeons and Dragons, but him in Rings of Power. Oh, I'd love to see Rogage on page. Like, oh, uh,
1: he's so he could have been he'd be a great elf. He would oh my be God. a killer he is an elf. elf. Like yeah, that's he is that's an
0: another elf. person that would definitely has elf blood in them is Rogage on page. He
1: has sure. he has elf blood 1000 um, percent. All right. We want the audience to cast this brother, sister. Uh, movie for us what are what are they doing what is like what's their road trip like who are they right. fighting i really really i'm with you i want to know and who are we casting besides me we know i'm gonna get the role Who's, ultimately obviously but who am i fighting for the role you know so let's do that you can tweet us at uh twitter.com forward slash uh pod of the rings i think that's you don't right. even know your twitter alex did this stuff And then Podcast of the Rings. It is is Pod of the Rings. Pod of the Rings on Twitter. Podcast of the Rings on Instagram. You can go to patreon.com forward slash uh, pod of the rings also. And there's a slot for you to be a Patreon where you are the one to rule them all. You could be that person. We still need a one to rule them all. Uh, But we do have to shout out again to... Uh Jesse Glapsy, I can never say his name right. I always want to say it's Glepsi and it's not, but Arsenal Roy 2K for being of that tier that gets shouted out. Ben, what are you doing? Hey yeah.
0: Um, I am currently saving as much money as I can for a trip to Japan. I'm going to Japan in November. I'm very much looking forward to it. I haven't taken like a long, like actual vacation in honestly, I don't even know how long. Like you know, going home to see family, Like I I, I love going to see my family, but like taking like an actual trip I have not done in forever. So this is like my first big trip. I'm going for like two weeks. So I'm doing uh, I'm bartending still and I'm doing, you know, Patreon and Twitch and everything I can. So everywhere at the Ben Goddard, uh, y'all let's get to to Japan. Yeah, come on, come on down. I know it's like tough to be like, oh, like I am still working for this. Like you're not just giving me money. Like I am working for this. So if you want to support the work that I do uh, then that that's just like a, a a goal that I've got in mind. So I
1: understand, and it's kind of a hard mental space to get into. Like, hey, I get to do something that I enjoy, but it is work, and why should people give me money? But I think we are in a world where people understand. Like, I appreciate this, and they know that we put time into this to make this interesting too. Um, you should donate blood or platelets, and you'll get some money. By the way, oh, okay, yeah, think about it. At least platelets, I think you can get some money. Um, and they need platelets badly, so look up your uh local platelet donor and then you can always be helpful to the people in need uh I'm doing other things you could look in the liner notes if you care if not uh we're gonna be here next week and who do you want to talk about next week Ben um
0: let's go you know what I feel like we need to do a little bit lighter after this very yeah. tragic end I was gonna yeah. suggest Boromir but let's do Mary and Pippin I feel like we need to do them together because together like, like Frodo and Sam like I feel like are gonna be separate because especially like Sam we, is like a, a fan favorite, and we
1: can't do Sam without Alex. And I'm still gonna go down in 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 history saying Sam is the worst. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We just oh. we just can't do Sam without Alex. Yeah. Um, so let's
0: do Mary and Pippin next week, and I I I think that's gonna be a good time.
1: I like that. All right. Let us know what you like about Mary and Pippin. You can do all the things I just told you to do, or just tune in next week. And until then,
0: may our paths meet again.
1: Nailed it. All right. Bye, Ben.
0: Bye.